Welcome to a Rosie Place for Children's Fragile Not Broken podcast. Today's guest is Bill Coughlin. Bill is a leadership coach at Lippert Components and serves as the vice president of the board of directors at a Rosie Place for Children. Today's podcast is brought to you by Judy's Boutique in Granger on University Drive and by Judy's Boutique in LaPorte on Indiana Avenue. Now here are your hosts, Teal Bishop, CEO, and Mark McGill, the director of community engagement for a Rosie Place for Children. And welcome in. We are joined today by Bill Coughlin, the leadership development coach at Lippert Components and the vice president of our board. Mr. Bill, how are you? Mark, I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to to have you here. Thank you for your time. Uh, Tell us about uh, your job at Lippert and about Bill Coughlin. Well, Bill Coughlin (laughs) is, um, is married to his bride, Lisa, of 36 years, five children, one boy and um, four daughters. We have three of them married off, um, two left. So, uh, but who's counting? But who's counting? Yeah, I'm still, I'm still saving that money, Mark. I'm still saving a few bucks. Yeah, four girls, yeah. So, but wonderful, right? And um, yeah, I, I work with Lippert Components currently. I've been with Lippert for eight years. I came in um, early on in their journey to become a people-centric organization. So a major manufacturing company in our area over in Elkhart. And um, yeah, it's, been a, it's been a wonderful ride to change our culture, to actually drive to you know, take care of our people, respect our people, um, make sure that they feel valued, appreciated every day, make sure that um, we connect with the community and the people we serve, where we live. And it's just been a wonderful ride. And the you're, company you're doing continues extraordinary to things through Lippert. Um, you're really saturating our community as a whole in your volunteer hours and that program, which has been really fun, just even from the outside, right, to watch people engage in volunteerism and really getting involved in their community there and really in our whole region. Teal, I think that's been um, one of the neatest things that we've done over the years is we started this... 100,000 hours of give back to community service, and it's been magnificent. Mm -hmm. And we, the three of us, can have a relationship inside our four walls going to work every day. But when we go out and work at a soup kitchen together or clean a park up or just give back and pack boxes um, for a homeless shelter, it's amazing the relationship we have when we come back Mm -hmm. to work again the following day. So Whole nother level. Well, and I love that. I've got a lot of friends who work at Lippert, and just the social media Posts that they make about each other, about the teamwork, both during these these give back days and just dress up days at, at the plants. I mean, it's just it really, from the outside looking in, is a place like like none other. Yeah, it's 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 so fun. There's so many people that ask, and I'm sure you may have asked some of your friends, "Is it real?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always say, "Come on in, take a tour. We'll mm-hmm. show it to you. Then you tell me if it's real. We'll walk some plants, and you can ask mm-hmm. anyone what do you like about it or what frustrates you." And it's, we're not done with our journey. It is a journey, I believe that every day. But I'm gonna tell you something, when you work at it and you're intentional about it every day, it's magical where you can go. We believe this, you have people come into your organization for 40 to 50 hours every day. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to impact their life in a positive manner. And if we do it the right way, they go home happier, healthier, and so who do they take care of? Their families, their Mm -hmm. neighbors, people at the grocery store. So, and that pays dividends. The next day they feel good about coming back in. So, 
And it's, Bill, you've shared with Mark and I a little bit about what you do. Share with our audience on what, what you do leadership development. What does that mean? What does that look like for what you're talking about, for those employees that go out and go back home and come back in? And what, what is it that you're teaching them that's so valuable in your mind? I would tell you, when I came to the company eight years ago, our turnover rate was 131%. So people were wow. coming in one door and going out the next, mm -hmm. right? They would leave and go to another company down the street for 25 cents, 50 cents an hour. Um, it was very command and control. Mm -hmm. And we realized that, hang on, that's not sustainable in right. business today. And so we started with what's our mission? Where are we really trying to go with the organization? And then we talked about what do we value? What are some core values? So we came up with core values. We started beating that drum, and then we said, hang on, as leaders in our organization, what do we want our leaders to have? What qualities do we want them to have? So we came up with five qualities that we wanted every leader to have from the top all the way through. And I would tell you that Jason Lippert, our CEO, bought into it 100%. And I believe mm -hmm. if you're going to change a culture and drive a culture, it has to start at the top. So we live it. They're not banners. They're not posters that we have. So I'm out today with my peers and working on how do we develop leaders that respect and take care of their people. You can have wonderful facilities, you can have wonderful equipment, you can have great processes in your organization regardless what your organization is. But it's, to me, it's all about the people. Absolutely. And so if you take care of your people, they will take care of the business. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, so that's what we do. We talk about how do you become an effective communicator? How do you come in every day having a positive attitude? Because if I come in with a negative attitude, who wants me on the team? Not too many of you want mm -hmm. me on the team. Right. One of our core values is caring about people. If I have a bad attitude, do you think I care about you? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I just care about this guy. Honesty, integrity, and candor is one of our core values. And if I have a bad attitude, I'll be honest if I have to be. I'll probably jeopardize my integrity if you're not looking. Mm -hmm. so, so it's all about how do you show up every single day? And then how do you recognize how people show up? So I love that. I mean, yeah. I've always said negativity does not inspire people. No. Right. Let's look at what's right. How can we make that better as a team, as a collective? And so I, I love that you um, as a person embody that. And that's why we're so blessed to have you on this this board of directors with us. But really just out in the community as a whole and being sort of an advocate and a champion to just simply inspire people yeah. no matter where you are, no matter who you work for. And that's that's one of the things I love about Bill Coughlin. Well, that's what I, I'm, Teal, I thank you, but that's what I love to do, too. Yeah. I, I feel that I've been blessed 100 times over, and if I can share it and give yeah. back, it's that's, that's yeah. the magic. Yeah. Well, right? and it's working so, at Lippert. I mean, you're, you're seeing, I mean, you're seeing what you're, you know, uh, what you're doing is, is working. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the right path. Like you said, still work to be done, but, but it's, you know. Yeah, and it's, you know, Mark, it's real, and so it's so fun. At first, sometimes you felt like, Oh, man, are we just beating our own drum? Is it all just about us? But it's really not. It was trying to share the story that any organization can do this. And mm -hmm. so if we can start the ball rolling, let's see who else helps us, you know, push it down the hill and then push it back up another hill and keep it going. Yeah. And we've had, you know, the 100,000 hours that we talk about, we've had several organizations in this area, in our communities that have bought in and said, hey, guess what? We're going to give 50,000 hours now. We're going to give 30,000 hours. Yeah. We're going to give 20,000 hours. And Huge. when you can have a community that just keeps doing mm -hmm. that, yeah. it's beautiful. Um, yeah. It's magical. Absolutely. So, well, and you take those core values in your work at Lippert, and i got to be honest, you bring those here to the team at, at a Rosie place. You really do. And, and, and as Teal mentioned, we're just so thankful for that. Well, this is, um, this is a wonderful organization to be part of. I love to give back. I have a niece, a 
family member that is a fragile child, has some uh, special needs. And when I met Teal 10 years ago and took my first walk into these doors, I was like, oh boy, right? There is a, there's a need out there. Mm -hmm. And there's, a, there's an opportunity to share it with others. And I, I think one of our largest challenges so far since I've been here is getting community awareness out there, letting yeah. people know that we're here. Absolutely. There's so many people that I talk about being on this board and they go, hang on, what is it? Where yeah. is it? Never heard about it. <laughs> when I go so, out and do our, my presentation, the first question I ask is, have you heard of a Rosie Place for Children? And 9.9 and .9 times out of 10, they sit on their hands. And I say, <laughs> that's good. That's okay. That's why I'm here. Yeah, right, right. right. Very rarely, it doesn't matter what county we go to, and obviously we serve all 92 counties, but um, very few people have, have heard about us, and, and, and that's that's why we're doing this podcast. That's why we're doing our community outreach, our, our thanks a million. I mean, that's yeah. why we're out beat, beating our drum to let people know that we're here so we can help. When I think anytime someone hears this mission and gets the opportunity to come in and see what we're doing, it grabs your heartstrings, yeah. right? If mm -hmm. you're human, it grabs your heartstrings, and you say, how do I get involved? Whether it's, whether it's time, whether it's treasure, whether it's their talent to come in and just spend some time, there's so many opportunities for people to get involved with this organization, as well as many non-for-profits, right? All non-for-profits are looking for opportunities to have people come and help them out. Now, I know you mentioned your, your niece, Grace, and you've got a family member that's, that's medically fragile, but um, it, it, there is not a board member uh, more motivated, more into this. I mean, that they all are, but, but you are at the top of that heap as far as just, you know, being so into the mission. Um, wh wh why is that? Because you, you are all in, and we love that, but, but, but what's your why? Why is Bill Coughlin all in to a rosy place for children? Because you are. Well, I, he likes hanging out I, with me. Yeah, I <laughs> love Teal. Duh. Hello. Okay, next question. <laughs> yeah. Check that box. Tough crowd, tough I, crowd. I, I do, I, I believe this. If I'm going to get involved in an organization, then I don't want to be in it just to um, have my name associated with it. I want action to take place. I want, I'm a believer that at the end of the day, I want to leave something as a legacy. Mm -hmm. I want to show my kids that, right, this is what their dad stood for. They know that, but I want to set that example too. So we started, you know, my wife Lisa and I started early on when we came to this area and we came to the area back in 1998. I was sitting on the advisory board for the Center for the Homeless. And one of the things we taught our kids is we had to make lunches once a week for all the guests at the Center for the Homeless. Mm -hmm. And on their bag lunches, they would give you an idea what they wanted in it, but on the bag lunches, we would actually write um, some sort of motivational. Oh. Remember, the sun will always come up tomorrow. Remember, somebody loves you, right? Have a great meal on us. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, something that differentiated. And our kids, and then we would take them and have them deliver the lunches oh, down there. That's awesome. that awesome. And it's just, I'm just a believer that when you get involved, do something about it. Mm -hmm. I've been on other not-for-profit boards and sometimes I feel, and it's wonderful that people want to serve, but sometimes it's their social hour, it's mm -hmm. their ability to get out there. I want to get involved, I want to do something, I want to take action. I want to leave it better than it yeah. was when I showed up. So that's part of my passion and, and my why is that I've been blessed a million times over. So give back some of it, mm -hmm. right? You're a doer, so there's no I'm, doubt. Thank you, I'm, I want to be a doer. So. You That's are. why I'm here, and I want people to use me right like that. So, Where do you see us heading in the next three years, just as a, as a board member in general, part of the executive team? That was my next question was, where do you see us today? Ah, look at that. You know, as a board member from the board, because we haven't really had the board perspective 
on the mm-hmm. podcast yet. That's so funny. I wrote it down. So where are we today from your from the board's perspective, and, and where are we going? Well, I think I think today we have a beautiful facility here, and we're in one community. But we know the need is all over, mm-hmm. and I would love to see us continue to grow, to expand, to look at other opportunities, whether it's in other counties, whether it's in other states. Um, people need things like this. There's children all over. There's families that need that opportunity, right, to get away and to have some respite. And, and so Absolutely. I see us growing. I see us taking this mission and being the example. So how do you get out and share that? So I'd love to see us grow. I think another um, part of our mission should be is we know right now how we run our organization is that you age out at a certain point. You age out of our facility. What do we do with the people that have been with us for years and now are aging out? So I'd love to say, how do you take it to the next level? What's that next right, facility look like for those so that they never feel like they're left out or they're, they leave us? Yeah, so, it's, re- it's remarkable, right? Because next generation we're now talking about today, but those children weren't surviving you know, just 15, 20 years ago. So it's an amazing new conversation that we're having now. And you're right. What are we doing with those kids, let's say young adults, right, as they move into? Because we're learning, right? If, hey, 2021's not been the easiest year. Let's just say that, right? But something that I think good, right, finding the positive coming out of it is we're all very much more aware about mental health. What does that mean? Taking time. And that's really, right, what respite is all about. Exactly. Right. 15 years ago, we were having these conversations and people were saying babysitting. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know, and so you really start to get passionate about what does that mean? And what is the impact for not just the caregiver, that individual, but for the collective whole of their small knit community? Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, right. so we can just keep going and going. And, and so, you know, I'm well. Such a good vision. Yeah, such good vision. You know? But you have to have doers that, that make that vision that's right. come alive, right? That's right. So, so we can have great visions, but if we don't have people that want to help and take action and do, the, do yeah. some of that, yeah, execute and heavy lifting, then you'll never get there. Yeah. And I'm a believer we can get there. Oh, we're getting so, there. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you're right, yeah. and that's one of the conversations we have quite often is what is next because we take you know children from birth at 21. We always say we fall in love with them and we keep them through their 21st birthday, but because of medical advancements, thank God, Children are living longer. People mm-hmm. are living longer. And mm-hmm. the need continues and sometimes even heightens once you're 22. Teal tells a great story of somebody who graduated out of us and, and can hardly say it without tears in her eyes. Yeah. And it gets me every time, too. I, uh, uh, there was a young lady here. And it's funny because I used to say, you know, I do this tour and kind of have my, you know, here's what we've done. Here's where we're going. And I always say, and there's five acres next door. If anybody wants to do young adults, that will not be me. I'm doing here. I'm pediatrics. And it's funny. I, I said that literally up until about just maybe a year and a half, two years ago. And I had my first sort of graduating young adult, young lady who I just admire. Um, difficult to understand, but um, huge heart and, and very bright, very bright. Mm-hmm. And she just, in her way, said, you know, but Teal, you're my people. Yeah. Where am I supposed to go? And oh, yeah. that just didn't, 
that just, you know, uh, that, that sort of broke my heart a little bit. And I thought, okay, we're here. We have the opportunity. How could we not? Because um, we've had such a, you know, amazing run. And, yeah, it's, it's time to tell the world about what we're doing, right? We, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And we haven't really been able to do that yet. But there's so much need, right? Mm-hmm. And in which mm-hmm. area? I mean, this is the most vulnerable population of children, right? If children aren't vulnerable enough, then we have this demographic of children. And so it's our, I feel, obligation, right, as a servant leader to say, well, it's not about who's doing it next. It's about what are we doing about it now. Yeah. So that's really my, my mind has sort of shifted in that, in that leadership thinking, I think. Yeah, I love that. Well, love and there that. are more than 2,000 families in our northern six counties alone. And as you know with your niece, Grace, you, you don't realize that because you don't see these families. They're not at the mall. They're not at the movie theater. They're not at the restaurants yeah. because they live an isolated life mm-hmm. because a medically fragile child needs medical intervention 24 hours a day for every everyday living. And so you don't realize that, you know, it, it's... How many of them are out there? How many there? are out there? Yeah. So I guess yeah. it's easy to not know about the population or forget about the population because you don't see them every day. But, you know, we serve all 92 counties and there are over 2,000 families. At the last census, we probably think there's more than that. but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well over 2,000 families in just the northern six counties that can use the services. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It goes to that old saying, right? Out of sight, out of mind. Absolutely. And you don't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's why we need good advocates like you, Bill, and just being able to articulate, you know, what it is that we're doing, where are we headed, and like you said, execute, right? Mm-hmm. It's about executing it. We can all have great ideas, and we all have 10,000 of them, right, if we're thinking about it, but it's what are we really going to go do about it? And I think that's where I'm encouraged and motivated by your participation. That's why team is so important, you know, why, you, why you're doing what you're doing, and the feedback that you get when you do do it, right? It's just that energy that you build off of each other yeah. and I and that just goes to, to all levels of any organization for hey, for any family for that matter right so true so true yeah yeah so we tried to uh, before the mics went on talk about and figure out when you first met teal and when you first <laughs> heard about a rosy place for children and saw it so I always ask this question but you, you are an interesting case because you know so I want to know what what you thought when you heard about it and then we think that you came before the doors were officially open, so you saw it in the mm-hmm. final construction phase. So what did you think then, and now that you see it 11 years later, and as a board member, what do you think now? So I mean, you know, because that's the thing that I always find when you, you mention a children's hospital for medically fragile children, you know, your mind formulates a, an idea of what it is, and it's never what it is when you walk in these doors. Yeah, I think for people that are listening right now, I mean, if I can draw a picture of maybe what I thought it would be and what it was. When I pulled up to the doors here, I mean, it's in a beautiful setting out in nature. It mm-hmm. looks like a beautiful home that you're coming into, right? And when you open the doors, I, I mean, the themed rooms, the paintings, the, the, the beautiful um, fish tank up front with saltwater fish. Mm-hmm. It blew my mind how cool it was. Awesome. And, and to think that for families coming in, it just immediately has to give them that feeling of, hold on, this is a safe haven for my child, or this is a place that they can get excited, they can be stimulated just by the look of it. It's, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think um, when you come into, I don't know, I don't wanna say institutions, but you, you almost get that feeling, right? That that's what you're going to because I'm gonna drop my child off and, mm-hmm. and it's nothing like that. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. Well, you, you, so, you hear children's hospital, and, and you think 
hospital. Yeah. And, yeah. and although we're licensed as a children's hospital, we are nothing like nothing a children's like hospital. A- we don't round on the kids every two hours. The kids don't stay in their rooms. They're running the house. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, everything's intentional, as you know. Everything is by design. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I, I brought a few people through the doors here, <laughs> and every time it just grabs their heartstrings. And it's beautiful, and it should, and it's, that's what it's about. I think the more we can do community outreach and let people see what are we doing and what's the place really like, it's, I think it continues to grow, and, and people continue to say, how can I help, how can I support? So from 11 years ago when they were still putting light switches on the wall to today when you walked in a, a half an hour ago, what, I mean, what, what's your thought? Well, now it's fun because you come in and immediately there's a couple guests up there right now. There's a couple kids with yeah. us today. And so mm-hmm. that's fun to see them and, and say hi. And, you know, when I came through the first time, it was Teal and I. There was no one, <laughs> right? But now the staff is there and, and the bright smiles and they get excited to see you. And you feel energy when you come through the door. And that's magical in itself. People have to love what they do if you're going to come to work every day. I'm a big believer in that. And you feel that with the staff here mm-hmm. when you come through the door. You know, we were here, oh, I, I forget what the meeting was, but it was right around the holidays, and someone said, you know what, I've been a nurse for years, this is my happy place, this is why I work here, this is, I work all day at the hospital, and then I come here, and this, this brings me joy, because I can truly be a nurse, and I can really connect, right, with the children, and Isn't that boy, that's just, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. That's the magic right, right there. That is yep. the magic. So, and I think, as a board member, yeah, you feel it when you come through the doors. Right? We just had our holiday thing, and it was so fun to see the families pull up outside and Santa being here and the snowmen and the reindeer and just the <laughs> smiles on their faces. Yeah. It just, there's not one time I've ever volunteered where I left saying, oh, man, that was a waste of time. It, right. So some of this, it might sound selfish, but it brings me, yeah. right, great joy yeah. to be involved and to do it. Absolutely. So, oh, absolutely. It, 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 you know, I always say that if you're having a bad day, which we, we rarely ever do here, go upstairs and spend two minutes with those kids. I just went upstairs and we, we have a, a, a model train set up and I sat with, with uh, one of our, our kids for five minutes uh, and watched him get excited and wave as the train went by. It's a Lionel train. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just to see the smiles on those kids' faces. Yeah. It's just, you know, um, it, it's everything. It just really is everything. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited and proud of, and I'm sure you too. Um, it's the progress, right, that you're talking about from putting on the last you know light switch plate cover to here we are having kids here um i'm i still say i'm so excited every day that i get to do this job it's not always easy but it is so rewarding it's in some ways right selfish yeah because you do you get very filled up by Mm -hmm. uh, participating here um there's so many people involved and you know i hear the same thing you guys are talking about people say you know well i haven't heard of you where have you been i go you guys have been working like hello i haven't been out there (laughs) so that's why we now have Mark Miguel and we have yeah. Bill Coughlin and um, I know you both are, are doing the public outreach committee and that's going to bring extraordinary things for us as well so it's really just it's super fun to talk about and look at and just kind of pause right for a minute on all the progress that has really been made um, it's pretty unusual that you get to dream a dream right and, and then live it. do it you're yeah, right live, live it, it. and yeah. experience Not it and then say okay What's the next level? Let's dream yeah. again. Let's yeah. keep going. Yeah. Let's keep dreaming. Right? There's because, no stopping. Because truly dreams come true if you take action on them. Absolutely. They do come true. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. 100% yeah. believe that. Yeah. Yep. So we inspire all of you today to step out and dream big. 
mm-hmm. um, and and make that happen. And I think we're a, we're a testament to that. Um, and I'm just yeah, just so fortunate to have you on our well, on our lead team. And thank our you. I'm fortunate to be on the team. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I appreciate you guys inviting me in and saying, hey, how would you like to uh, you know join the board? Just so thrilled that you're here. Final yeah. words uh, from from Bill Coughlin from Lipper Components and Bill Coughlin, Vice President of the Board at a Rosie Place for Children. What, what do you want people to know about us? You know, I I, I would say this. I I, um, I think they should go out and check out our website and see what we do. But I also think they should take time and, and reflect themselves and say, hey, how can I help? I talked earlier about, you know, time, treasure, and talent. I think every one of us can do something, some more than others in different capacities, but everyone can do something. So I just challenge those that are listening to our message today to say, what am I doing? And whether it's for a rosy place or it's something else that pulls at their heartstrings, mm-hmm. what are you doing to give back do mm-hmm. to the communities? Yeah, and to others that, that need, mm-hmm. right? We all have um, challenges in life, but we all have all sorts of blessings too. Use those, right? Don't leave them on the table. Actually use it. Do something with it. So that's what I would do is challenge anyone that listens to us to get involved. Whether it's here or whatever draws at your heartstrings, do something. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for your time today. But but thank you for... Uh, just just being all in and being you know uh, just a, a great advocate for our kids both on the board in the building out in public I mean we've got our first public outreach committee meeting coming up everybody RSVP'd in they're all in um, and I just think that that it takes a village and and we are so proud that you are uh, a big part of our village so so thank you that's that's well, just really all I want to say is thank you thanks so much Mark Teal and high I, I look, high five Here I look go. forward to a to a huge 2022 mm-hmm. and beyond so because I'm uh, yeah, I'm in for the long haul. I'm ready. So yeah, yeah so let's, let's go. go get it. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's be with Bill Coughlin, the vice president of our board. Thank you again. Have a great day. We'll talk Thanks. soon. My pleasure. See ya. Thank you for listening to this edition of a Rosie Place for Children's Fragile Not Broken podcast, brought to you by Judy's Boutique in Granger and LaPorte. For more information on the great work we do or how you can get involved, please visit our website at a And this season is powered by gratitude for Tyrax employees.